Good morning, all. It is good to be together, uh, joined by the Holy Spirit on this Sunday morning, November the 15th. It is good uh, to be this congregation, this family of faith. Um, as we have the last few weeks, we do have a couple options for worship. You can watch this, which you're obviously doing, or if you feel safe enough, you can join us on the soccer field at 1030 for in-person worship, certainly spaced out and everybody, that sounded strange, didn't it? Distanced and everybody wearing their masks. Uh, we have soloists from the FSU section, section leaders out there singing for us and a wonderful opportunity to see each other, uh, at least uh, within about 20 feet of each other and puppies and snacks and all that that fun stuff out on the soccer field starting at 10.30 on Sunday mornings. And we're gonna to continue to do that as long as the weather holds, as long as the weather is nice, not too wet or not raining. And as long as our COVID numbers here in Gadsden County uh, remain low. I'm sure you've seen the news as I've seen the news as we've all watched the news that the last seven or eight days have added a million cases across this land uh, to our total. Uh, they are coming fast uh, in the north, in the Midwest. Uh, and if, again, what happened before is uh, gonna be a guide to what happens next, we followed that. So we just have to be very much aware of what's going on around us. Uh, we do have some announcements to share this morning. Please, as always, I ask that you remember those on our prayer list, uh, those who are uh, feeling ill, who are uh, recovering from surgeries or preparing for surgeries that are coming up, those that are healing from accidents, those that are um, brokenhearted over great loss, uh, those that are just feeling overwhelmed. And remember to check on one another and to reach out if you need someone to talk to, there are lots of us around. You can call me or Ruth, call Lisa, call any of the Stephen ministers, call really anyone. We'll answer the phone and we will listen and we will pray and we will be together through all of this uncertainty. Uh, as I did mention, the numbers here in the county, the COVID numbers are pretty good, but uh, please, um, Wear your mask whenever you're out. Uh, there was a story, uh, actually many stories, uh, that came out over the last week or so saying that these masks don't only protect the people you're with, they actually do protect you as well. So wear your mask when you're out and about, keep distanced when you're out and about, stay home when you can, just be smart, be careful. Uh, and the more we do along those lines, the quicker we'll get through this stuff. It's hard to say the quicker now that it's been eight months, ah, a long time, but still, um, let's see that we can't um, move on through this together. Hey, we got some things happening this coming week. Uh, I'm very excited that we're having our second Wonderful Wednesday. Uh, we call it a drive-through Wonderful Wednesday. You can come and you can um, just roll down your window. You can see a few of us as we're handing out lunches. And you know, if the weather is nice and you feel uh, that it is appropriate for you, we do have picnic tables underneath the, the uh, bus barn. We can you know, distance ourselves there and we can maybe sit and eat outside as well. But that's your choice. Uh, either way though, there are meals to share. So 
call the office, let us know that you might be coming through. Uh, and if you forget, don't let that stop you from coming through. But wonderful Wednesday on Wednesday from noon till one. Uh, as I mentioned last week, Jack Schmidtman is pulling together another group to do a step build. It's a double step build that's happening on November 28th. So give Jack a call or call the office. Let us know uh, that you might be able to help with that. Um, and remember, uh, this obviously service is online. So um, share it with others, you know, send it to friends. And Terrific Tuesday uh, is also online. And um, yeah, you shared that one, apparently. There are like 700 views on that, on this last Terrific Tuesday. I don't know what the deal is. They're talking about an attitude of gratitude, which is a pretty good message, uh, maybe one that resonates and that has gone far and wide. But, you know, I'm a little jealous. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm really kidding, but Hey, share them, send them out there. Obviously, folks are seeing all of these uh, pieces of worship and finding something there, uh, remembering that God can reach us uh, wherever we are and in so many different, different ways. Um, today, the 15th, Sunday the 15th, is our uh, final Sunday of the stewardship season. Uh, if you have sent your pledge in, thank you so very much. If you haven't, um, bring it to worship at 1030 on the soccer field. Uh, drop it in the mailbox uh, here at the church. Drop it in the mail. If you haven't filled out your pledge card, um, hit pause. Say a prayer. Go ahead and fill it out so that it's done. Put it in that envelope and put it in the mail tomorrow. Send it on into the church. Your pledges, your offerings, your gifts, gifts from your heart, or would allow us to be Christ Church here in Quincy and beyond. I mean, you allow us through your generosity, us, a congregation, to serve our neighbors, to show love to our neighbors, to serve our Lord, to show love to our Lord, and to share the good news of Jesus Christ. So send that on in uh, and keep us going and keep us prepared for when we're back together and we can do all the things that we are so very used to doing. Now, same thing, not the same thing. Also, thank you. Thank you for your pledges, your gifts and your offerings that do continue to come in. All right, those are announcements for today. Some additional thanks to uh, Ian and Chris and the FSU section leaders for providing music for this service and for the outdoor in-person service. Thanks to Scott and Tamara for setting this up, for getting up early on their Saturdays uh, to set everything up, to make everything work and to make it look the way it should. Thank you and thank you uh, for doing this, for worshiping in ways that you can, whenever you can, wherever you can. Uh, for being patient uh, and for helping us to stay together. All right, friends, we have shared news of the congregation. Let us now worship the Lord. Friends, neighbors, loved ones of mine, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Let us worship God with thanksgiving. Let us pray. King of heaven and earth, 
just as you cleansed Isaiah with a coal of fire to prepare him for proclaiming your word to the world, prepare us so that we may know your bidding and carry out our callings with eagerness and urgency. Show the world grace-filled greatness that cannot be contained any more than smoke or fire can be caught. Bless us with eyes to see the very best in each other and hearts to love one another even when none of us are living up to who you created us to be. Teach us, Lord, so that we will have the faith and hope to say, here I am, send me. God of all, we pray for physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual healing in our country and the world. We ask that you protect us from the virus spreading across our land and the globe. We ask your forgiveness for our hard-heartedness. We humbly ask that you would heal our nation of its many wounds and deep divisions. Lord, prepare us to be a people of healing. Bless us with opportunities to love and serve your children of the earth. And please inspire us to strive to be more Christ-like in all we say and in all we do. All of this we pray in the name of Jesus, who turned death into new life through love and grace, and who taught us to pray together, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. Friends, we are blessed with special music this morning. The Florida State University section leaders, our scholarship singers, uh, have gotten together virtually in the virtual choir, and the hymn they will share is Rock of Ages, Cleft for Me. So very, very much. Thank you for adding to this worship. Rock of Ages cleft for me. 
Friends, we do have two scripture lessons today. The first is from the gospel according to Luke, the fifth chapter, verses eight through 10. Another short little uh, reading from the New Testament. This is, is almost the end of a scene of a story or of the story of uh, disciples out fishing. Uh, Peter is out fishing and they are catching nothing. And Jesus shows up and suggests that they put their nets out on the other side of the boat and then there are more fish than they can bring in. And Peter is dumbfounded. He is awestruck, he is confused. Peter is afraid. And yet the Lord says, do not be afraid. Hear now the word of the Lord. When Simon Peter saw it, the fish, when there were none, he fell down at Jesus's knees saying, go away from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. For he and all who were with him were amazed at the catch of fish that they had taken. And so also were James and John, sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. Then Jesus said to Simon, do not be afraid. From now on, you will be catching people, fishers of men. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. That is Peter, James, and John's calling story uh, as it was. This now is Isaiah's story. It's not Isaiah's call because Isaiah was at that point a prophet. It is Isaiah's commissioning. God is telling Isaiah that it is time time to do the Lord's work. So from Isaiah chapter six, verses one through eight, hear now the word of the Lord. In the year that King Hosea died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne, high and lofty, and the hem of his robe filled the temple. Seraphs were in attendance above him. Each had six wings with two they covered their faces, with two they covered their feet, and with two they flew. And one called to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. The pivots on the thresholds shook at the voices of those who called, and the house filled with smoke. And I said, Woe is me, I am lost. For I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips. Yet my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Then one of the seraphs flew to me, holding a live coal that had been taken from the altar with a pair of tongs. The seraph touched my mouth with it and said, Now that this has touched your lips, your guilt has departed and your sin is blotted out. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? And I said, Here I am, send me. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. One of my chores around the house is to load and then empty the dishwasher. It's not 
like an assigned chore. We don't have a chore list or anything like that. It's just that at the end of the day, I usually make sure it's loaded and I set the timer for it to wash during the night. And then in the morning I get up and before I leave the house, I put the stuff away. Now in our kitchen, there are drawers all over the place, knives and stuff, tongs, spatulas, you know, stuff are in two drawers over by the stove. And then everyday utensils are on the other side of the kitchen above the pots and pans. Our dishwasher, like all dishwashers, has a basket. Our basket is on the door of the dishwasher and that's where all of those things, the knives and the stuff and the everyday knives, forks and spoons go to be washed. And when I'm ready to put everything away, from the basket, all the sharp knives and stuff and everyday spoons and forks. I do like anyone else would. I grab the basket and I head to a drawer. So here's the thing. I'm kind of a routine guy. So when it comes to the dishwasher, I empty the top rack first. Glasses and all the plastic containers, you know, those ones that seem to multiply in the cupboard, but at the same time you lose all the lids. All of that stuff from the top rack, put it away. Then I do the bottom rack, plates and pots and pans. And then when everything is out and uh, of the dishwasher, everything is put away. Only then I finish up with the earlier described basket. Like I said, I'm a routine guy. So once I take the basket from the dishwasher, I always go to the drawers by the stove first sharp knives drawer first, and then the stuff drawer. And I do that because there are usually way less of those things than the others. And once I get those out of the way, I can just grab handfuls of the everyday flatware and toss them in the other side of the kitchen drawer. Then I only have to take one step back to the dishwasher, replace the basket, and I'm done with it. For years, I've emptied the dishwasher this way. For years, 13 years, and like 90 out of 100 times, when I'm on that last step, putting away the everyday knives, forks, and spoons, I find something that I missed that goes in the sharp knives drawer or the stuffed drawer. Something that belongs way over there, back by the stove on the other side of the kitchen. It's a tragedy, I know, right? tragedy but it's also kind of intriguing right i mean maybe not tragic actually pretty mundane but why is it i almost always miss something now the reason i'm, I'm telling you all this is because there is something about my always missing something from the silverware basket that connects with the commissioning of isaiah story i just read Isaiah was a prophet, a prophet in a time when God's people of Israel were kind of letting God down. Isaiah was a prophet. God had called him, so he must have been a holy man. But he wasn't holy enough. And there's no way he could have been on his own. In the presence of the Lord with six winged angels flying about, in the Hebrew, they're described almost serpent-like, kind of like dragons, right? 
Anyway, in the presence of the Lord with seraphs flying about, with smoke and fire, with shaking doorposts, Isaiah realized that on his own, he could never be holy enough to accept and carry out the calling that God was placing on him. And Isaiah said as much, Lord, I'm a man of unclean lips, and I live amongst a people with unclean lips. We're all just a bunch of sinners, can't seem to get our acts together. Most of us try, well, at least some of us try, but it doesn't matter how doable the task is to love you and to love our neighbors. It doesn't matter how simple the task is to love you and to love our neighbors. We always seem to miss something. We always seem to find a small spatula among the everyday knives, forks, and spoons. That last part was me, not Isaiah. God heard Isaiah, and so God sent a dragon, a seraph, towards Isaiah with a red-hot coal, touched it to his lips, and made him clean. God, through that action, told Isaiah and us, I know that you at times will fall short. I know that you at times will sin. I know that you at times will both forget me and mistreat your neighbors. I know all that. I know all that because I made you and all that is around you. I made everything. I know you and I love you. And because I love you, I will always share the grace with you that you need to do what I call you to do. You're not in this alone. I'm with you. And I always will be with you. And Isaiah said, here I am, Lord, send me. No one is ever completely ready for what God calls them to do. I mean, if Isaiah wasn't completely ready, who could be? But that, that doesn't dissuade God from calling them, from calling us to the holy work of love, grace, forgiveness, and compassion. The fact that God has, does, and will always use flawed people for holy work is God showing us how very powerful love, grace, forgiveness, and compassion can be. More powerful than anger, more powerful than hate, more powerful than aggression, more powerful than anything. Sometimes that's a hard thing to believe that love and all the rest could conquer anger and hate and greed and all those things that tear us apart from each other, but it is the truth. And more than that, it is God's truth. It's what I think Martin Luther King Jr. meant when he said the arc of human history is long and it bends towards justice. The story of God and humanity is long and it bends towards goodness and love. Look, I'm not ready, you're not ready. No one is ever completely ready to answer God's call to work and fight for righteousness and justice, to love each other and love others until it hurts, and then to love even more, to share the good news of grace and forgiveness and healing. But no one is ever ready, ready but, but we're all as ready as we can be today. And in every day to come, 
God will help us be more ready still. Which means when God says to us the thing God says to us each and every day, there is much work to do. Who will I send to do it? Let's be ready with the right answer. Here I am, Lord, send me. In the name of the good Father, Son, and Spirit, thanks be to God for the blessings of this family of faith. Thanks be to God and amen. And now, friends, another piece of special music from the choir section leaders, Alas, and Did My Savior Bleed. Another reason to come to worship at 1030 on the soccer field, again, if you feel safe and you feel that that is okay for you, is uh, we will have a third hymn. You can guess what it is. Here I am, Lord. So uh, looking forward to that as well. Hey, um, friends, those I love in this congregation, brothers and sisters in Christ, seekers, you know, folks who are just wondering, folks who are looking for something more. Hear this and know that it's true. God is calling us, calling us to live out lives of goodness and love and righteousness and grace, calling us to live out our faith in Jesus Christ. Let us answer God's call as Isaiah did with ascend me, Lord, and then through the power of the Holy Spirit, let us today and forever seek all the goodness that is in this world, all the goodness that is a gift from God. And now so that we might be strengthened and prepared for God's will to be done, let us receive this blessing of faith. May the grace of the Lord God above, may the love of the Son, Jesus the Christ, and may the communion of the Holy Spirit be with us now and be with us always. Thanks be to God and amen. All right, see you next week. Bye.
Bye.